This is the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah. With guest host Susie Schuster. Uh, game time, d a d o n lady, put your dukes up. Flex on them, go ahead, make them choose. Let's go. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Susie, you're 10 times better than your husband. Oh, can you just do me a favor and put that on a t shirt? Today's guests. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Writer for the Ringer.com, Mirren Fader. Plus, NFL Network reporter Tom Pelissaro. And now, it's Susie Schuster. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show. That's me, Susie Schuster, in for Rich Eisen while he does Tokyo Gold on Peacock, having the greatest time. I mean, I think he's. Hasn't been this happy in a long time, especially coming off of a 10 day quarantine with COVID. <laughs> But highlights are his bread and butter. I mean, these highlights he's doing, which are insane and crazy yeah,、right. and scary, I would throw up if I had to do them.、Uh, he's having the best time doing them, so we're happy about that. Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo, TJ、Gee. Jefferson, hey, love Susan, being with you.、Out. Such a pleasure. Chris, let's go over to you, though, because we do have some breaking news going on with Aaron oh, Rodgers. Oh, yeah. In the break, Ian Rappaport just tweeted out Aaron Rodgers. Has indicated to people close to him, I love the, love the couching by the insiders here, that he does plan to play for Green Bay this season. Sources say that is the expectation. Many factors at play, but with Brian Gutekunst saying he is hopeful for a positive outcome, there is a glimmer of optimism.、Hmm. Let me just grab my crystal ball for a Co- second. Color me shocked. Here we go. Oh, there's an eight ball over there. Oh, no. I don't know if it's, it's, it's right there. This is my crystal ball. You got it? I see Aaron Rodgers playing. I see him going very far into the playoffs. I then see him choosing a team like Tom Brady and going elsewhere. Thoughts on my Michigan crystal ball? Yeah, probably after next year. I mean, I, of course.、So、the thing you, is, he'll have to be traded. Just ask the, the Magic 8 ball right next to you. It, it, it holds yeah, all the answers. That has the answer, Susan. Okay, I don't know how to do it. Just shake it. Shake well, it. You, have ask, you have to ask, ask a question. question. Ask、so、a question if first. If I can describe to all of our radio people、ask、out there thinking, like,、first. what is she doing? <laughs> I, I'm shaking a Magic 8 ball, and I'm going to ask Magic 8 ball, what is Aaron Rodgers going to do? Now flip it. You've got to be more specific. You've got to be really specific. Like, yeah. This like, week? Well, like, will he stay will with Aaron Green Bay? Will Aaron Rodgers stay with Green Bay? What comes up? Reply hazy, try again.、Yeah. Of course、oh. it is.、Oh. Of course it is. You know why it's hazy? It's a magic eight ball. That, where'd you get this target? Yeah, some magic eight <laughs> ball. I think that my crystal ball is a little bit more reliable. I'm just saying. Anyway. Susie,、oh. let's not disrespect the magic eight ball. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like.、Yeah. Is it like a magic fun ball? <laughs> We've had fun with it. Sure. We, we have a lot of fun with it. Do you know, look, look at magic fun ball. I don't know what magic fun ball is. What? Are you out of your mind? It's one thing that、yes. you don't watch a lot of movies, but Magic Fumball from Saturday Night Live, this is probably. Oh, 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 gosh. Do not, look at, do not taunt Magic Fumball. Oh, yeah. We, do not、oh, look yeah, at yeah, Magic Fumball. Yeah, we, video, yeah. Right? we talked about that last time you were here. Probably. The, the magic Fumball. I'm nothing、yes. if not consistent. And did I call Shaq to come on? Of course I did, but he's shooting a commercial, but he'll be on later this week. I mean, what, about, what about Sir Charles? Are we going to get in a Berkeley appearance? I'm working on it.、Nice. You know me. I, 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 I have. I'm a regular person. Like, I need the same people around me all the time. <laughs> Marshall Falk was supposed to be in today. He, he's dealing with some unexpected,、uh, I think the best way to put it is some unexpected news.、Yeah. Uh, but hopefully he'll be back in、uh, later this week or at least calling in on Wednesday. But yeah, I, I like consistency.、Makes、so、sense. a Magic 8 ball maybe might throw me a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying.
Do you think Rogers just shows up tomorrow and it's like, hey, hey what's up, everybody? Hey. What, what was the big deal? Uh, what you been up to? Yeah, what'd you guys do this offseason? <laughs> I had a nice summer vacation. Jeopardy was cool. Like, Shailene and I are hanging out in Hawaii. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, like, oh, the tellers are great. Like, what's the big fuss? What are you welcome guys doing? Welcome to the party, pal. Like, do you yeah, think? Yeah, just welcome him in. Is he just going to play it off like, oh, I was always coming back? There's Ooh. no doubt that he plays it straight without humor, and to camera. I think he's just like, yeah, I'm back. I'm playing. I'm here to I'm report. Yeah, he says all the right here things. here to win a championship. Like, yeah, right, right. Let's move on. Just looking forward to getting on the, just looking forward to getting on the team, uh, getting on the field. I'm focused on this year. Next question. Yeah, we got a great team around me. I love my teammates. Love Devante. Love Aaron. Love, you know, everybody else. And yeah. like, let's rock and roll. Last Dance was a great doc. Love the fans. Yeah, love, love the Last Dance. <laughs> Anybody watch Last Dance? I mean, great doc. Like, I rewatched it again. Olympics are cool. Go Team USA. And then Archery. Proud of the Bucks. You know, he's a part owner. Like, yeah. love Giannis. Love those guys. All right, let's go. Let's play football. How's everybody doing? Speaking of Giannis, by the way, Marin Fader's coming up next on the show. She just wrote, talk about the best timing in the world. Can you imagine, she says to herself a year ago, self, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> Maybe I'll reach out to Giannis and see if he wants to do a book. Giannis, the, uh, the improbable rise of an NBA MVP comes out on August 10th. She will join us, and she's super talented and a great storyteller. But how about that? How about the magic eight ball that she got out when she thought, I'm going to write a book. Maybe I'll see if Giannis wants to do it. <laughs> Good timing. Great job. How about Luca last night? Oh, Susie. Now, now you're speaking our language. Huge Luca fans here on the show. Uh, he almost challenged the all-time record for most points in an Olympic game, which was set back in 1988. Uh, he scored 48 last night as Slovenia took out Argentina. Luca is, TJ, this is a little controversial, but if Luca somehow like averages 40 a game for the Olympics, Slovenia in their first ever Olympics wins a medal, are we going to give Luca best player in the world? No. What do you mean? Okay, you just spent showtime last week saying that the Olympics did not matter when I tried to say Carmelo Anthony was the best Olympian. Now, 72 hours later, you're going to flip and say if Luca wins the Olympics, he's now the best player in the world? You, I mean, come on, bro. It's got to be one or the other. Like, either first they don't matter or they game, do mean. First 40 point game in the Olympics since 1996 by anyone. Slovenia's never been in the Olympics. Suddenly this dude shows up. He's amazing. He averages 40 a game and they win a medal. Look, I know uh, people want to try to give it. Giannis is the face of the NBA. He's the face <laughs> of basketball. Period. Like, I don't even know why we're having this discussion. Well, because it's like, you know, it's the next day. It's a hot takey or sports talk radio. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying you, you, you poo-pooed the Olympics last week. And yep. now you're saying, like, if Luca wins, he's the man. Well, well Information has changed since Friday when I poo-pooed the Olympics. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. But I'm not, this is like a ping-pong match. I'm watching the two of you go back and forth with 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 Rapture, I'm just saying. But, I mean, so you think Giannis is the face because he's Giannis and he's amazing. You think Luca because he stepped back and launched one international rules <laughs> from behind half-court practically. No, so if I'm you are going to if you are I'm going to build a team, a I'm getting TJ. I'm just trying to rile him up a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I think I think Giannis is the face of the NBA right now. He took that mantle from anyone who had it, whatever your argument is. Uh, what he did in the playoffs was out of this world, considering it looked like he wasn't even going to play because his leg exploded. Uh, but look, I, I, was I impressed with what Luca did last night? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. It's amazing. He's playing with a team not as good as the one he plays with in Dallas. 
He's the only guy out there. You know, he, you know, he's shooting it every time. Well, then doesn't that make sense that he would have forty? If if this team is as bad as I didn't see the game, I didn't know it was on. No, I didn't. But see if either. if that team is as bad as you just, I'm just made assuming the standard, they're not as good have as forty. Then I'm assuming they're not as good as the Mavericks. Okay, <laughs> you're probably right. About <laughs> and that. it's their first time ever in the Olympics, and the dude drops. 48 and 11 and 5? Like, come on. Didn't he have 15 in the first 30 seconds? He I mean, he 31 just 31 and halftime. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and Argentina's not bad either. I think Mano Ginobili was tweeting out saying, like, he was watching, thinking, oh my God, our time has passed. Look at this guy. If you were building a team Oof. and you had a choice, okay. would you build with Luca or would you build with the honest. Oh, I think we got a poll question there. Right now, today as of 1008. Oh 10:08. I have to go with the Greek freak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. He's got the hardware. He's got all the hardware. He's got all the accolades. So Christopher, I'm picking Luca only because he's 22. Wow. It's, it's just an age thing. Giannis is 26, I'll do respect. I mean, it's not old obviously, but But uh, it's really not in I'll do respect. It's not is it really? Respect. I mean, I, I literally just said that Giannis is the face of the NBA and global basketball. But if I'm going to pick a, if I'm going to start a start a team and yeah. I'm going to pick one of those guys, I'm going to take the younger guy. Wow, age. I'm an ageist. <laughs> <laughs> he really is an ageist. It's embarrassing. We're going to take a quick break because Marin Fader from the Athletics is going to come and talk about her new book about Giannis, who is apparently the face of the NBA. Even though Christopher Brockman would choose Luca, but whatever. It's <laughs> all coming up next here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Yeah. <laughs> 
We'd like to play a game with Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo over there. Okay. Where I will read out the facts. They will guess whether it's true meta or false meta. And then you will confirm. Okay, let's okay. do it. First uh, fact. Is true. Is. During my rookie season with the Chicago Bulls, I applied for a job at Circuit City. True meta or fake meta? I've heard this story. I believe that's true. Mike? I'm going with him. True. A true story? That's a true story. That's a true story. Did you get the job at Circuit City? I, I, I did get the job. I got wow. the job. I got my discount. I was trying to stay out of trouble. Okay. And I needed a job. <laughs> Next fact. I wore number 37 for the Lakers because Michael Jackson's album Thriller was number one on the Billboard charts for 37 consecutive oh, nights. Oh. True meta? No or way. Fake? No way. No is way. it fake meta? That is 100% true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I knew it was 37 album, weeks, man. but I wouldn't guess. All right, next one. Right That's before his comeback with the Wizards, I broke uh, I broke two of Michael Jordan's ribs in a pickup game and delayed his comeback by three months. I was so upset about it, I didn't leave my house for days. True meta or fake meta? I think that's true. I'm saying true. That's true. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. I love Michael Jordan. My one of my, well, probably my favorite player. You broke his ribs? It was on accident. It was a summertime okay, pickup game, and it was a intense game. In 2010, an art show honoring me was held in Toronto, Canada, entitled "Lovable Badass." Uh, yeah, false. True. That's true. Yeah, we have a tie. Oh, yeah. I was surprised, man. I couldn't believe it. It was a really good show. Lovable badass. <laughs> they just said, hey, we want to honor you. I'm like, for what? You know, and they just had all this art of but, me. All right, last one. In 2010, I was cited for driving a race car with an expired registration down a city street. <laughs> oh, True meta or fake meta? <laughs> Uh, based on his reaction, I'm going to say true. <laughs> I got to go true, too. That's true. That's true. That. That's true. It was an Indy 500 car. It was fun. <laughs> what city? You know, you, in, uh, Westwood. <laughs> Westwood? <laughs> Westwood. In UCLA? Yeah. yeah, they pulled me over. And, um, <laughs> I mean. But it was street legal. That so, is fantastic. So it was street legal. It was, it was just legal. that you had an expired registration was the issue. The, what happened was the officer was like, what is this? That's why they pulled me over. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, they couldn't say I had my license. I had, it was I had an everything. IndyCar? It was IndyCar, yeah. But it, you know, you, you young and dumb. How did you dumb, fit in that thing? I, I didn't really fit. <laughs> I was real like this and hitting the gas with my one little pinky toe. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was tough. <laughs> Welcome back to The Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen while he's on assignment with Peacock doing Tokyo Gold. She's Mirren Fader. She's from The Ringer. And she had the greatest, greatest time opportunity to write a book about Giannis Antetokounmpo right as he becomes the face, the global face, we'll say, T.J. Jefferson of the NBA. Mirren Fader joins us right now. Mirren, how did you set this up so perfectly? Well, thank you for having me, first of all. I wish I could say that I had timed it, but uh, we were actually having the book come out at this point because we thought Giannis would be in free agency. You know, we thought that was the peg. We were very surprised when he said in December that he would stay. So um, I'm very surprised, but certainly not mad at this fortune of luck. <laughs> and Giannis, the improbable rise of an NBA MVP coming out on August 10th. You can order that book right now. Marin, I would love to know from you, we've learned so much about him through the finals, and obviously he has a bigger-than-life uh, personality, has an incredible story. What 
don't we know about him that you can share in this book? He went through a lot of racism growing up, being a, a black child of migrants in a majority white country. There were so many people that were kind to him and did treat him well and did give him food, but there were also so many people that were not kind to him. And I think that part of his journey is, is really swept under the rug. And this book portrays just a complicated relationship to his home country. On the one hand, he is so proud, but on the other hand, there are a lot of racist people still to this day that have desecrated some of his murals. So I think that it just portrays a relationship not much talked about. The other thing I would say is that Giannis was really lonely when he came to America. I think we all collectively fell in love with him when he was a rookie. I don't know if your listeners all remember, he tried a smoothie. He was this <laughs> adorable kid. We loved him. But, you know, I found in my reporting that he was just really struggling. And he told his family members who were stuck back in Greece because they didn't have the proper citizenship documentation. If you can't come here with me to Milwaukee, I'm going back to Greece. Hmm. So I just think that his journey is so amazing in so many ways because he had to stick through so many difficult moments and really find a way to learn how to be independent and survive by himself. Marin Fader from The Ringer joining us here on The Rich Eisen Show. I'm Susie Schuster in for Rich. Let's go backwards. Let's go to the beginning of this, the genesis. How did this come about with you? You have you're an incredible writer. You love telling stories, which I so value. And thank you so much for doing what you do. I think so many people forget how important these stories are. How did this come about? Tell, tell us the yeah. very, very beginning of the genesis. Yeah, thank you so much for saying that. I mean, I first saw Giannis's youngest brother, Alex, climb atop the national rankings for high schoolers. And I wondered, as the fourth brother, is he as good? Is he going to be good? I was at Bleacher Report at the time, and we like to cover young prospects. So I thought I would go profile Alex. So I went to Milwaukee. I went to their home. I didn't think Giannis would be there. <laughs> you know, NBA players, they have so many things on their schedules. But in walks Giannis in the kitchen, cutting fruit like a normal human being. And I'm just like, oh, hello. And then I just spent the day with Giannis and his brother Alex and their mother Veronica and their other brother Kosas. And the more I spent time with them, the more I thought, this is as much a profile about Giannis as it is about Alex. Because I'm seeing sides of Giannis I've never seen before, like vulnerable older brother, um, vulnerable person still grieving the loss of their dad who died of a heart attack, um, nurturing brother. These are all things that at the time people weren't highlighting as much. People were just very enamored with his athleticism on the court. So I just thought, okay, let me write this story. Um, and I had wanted to write a book for a really long time. And when the story came out, I thought maybe this is a book because there's so many unanswered questions about Giannis's journey that I'm just curious about. How is he... Uh, an NBA MVP, and we know practically nothing about his childhood other than sold trinkets by the street. How do we know nothing about how he transforms from that into this? So that's kind of how it got started. So of all the questions you had for yourself then, what was the question that you wanted to be answered most, and what was the answer to it? The question that I wanted to answer most is, how does a person take all of that difficulty and still remain a humble, sincere person who does not look at life as if he's always been slighted. Giannis had every reason to look down at life and think that it is unfair and be angry. That's the thing. I, I think very angry at his home country for delaying his citizenship and all of these things. And instead, 
he just has a completely different attitude. He feels gratitude. I mean, imagine not having anything, but you are grateful for the things that you have. Imagine feeling like you're always on the outside looking in, but instead of focusing on that, you focus on the happy moments. I was very intrigued and compelled by the way that he views the world. He's always seemed older than he is. You know, I thought in watching some of the videos that came after the championship, of course, the most famous one is him ordering the chicken tenders, I think, at a Chick-fil-A afterwards, and just seeing the the sweetness, the, the, the realness to this kid. You know, I compare it to when Kobe Bryant was a young guy and he won his championships. There was no chance Kobe was going to go and order Chick-fil-A. There's a, there's a almost like a endearing, sweet lack of sophistication on Giannis's part. And as we cover NBA players who go through the college ranks or go straight to the pros who grew up here, you forget about the discrepancy of a kid who grew up, as you said, suffering racism, not being able to play on teams that he wanted to play on because of racism, because of different uh, different approaches that they had in the Greek system. And yet he's not angry. And I think that you brought up such an important part that is why he's so endearing to us, because he just seems so happy to be here. Yes. And that's why that was one of my favorite things to cover in the book about how happy he was to be there, especially at the beginning. And as you can see, it's lasted all this time. But particularly when he first moved to America, it was little things like he goes to Walmart with one of his best friends who I interviewed, Ross Geiger, and Giannis sees a large shopping cart. And he says, I want to hop in. And he gets in and they're wheeling around Walmart. You know, he's (laughs) a big kid. Um, He's somebody that just enjoys life. He's like, wow, you can get a sandwich for five dollars. We're going to I'm going to have to buy two of them. We can have it for dinner. You know, he was just such a, just such a lovely person to be around. You know, Larry Sanders, the veteran at the time, was like, Giannis, I need you to go get the team Dunkin' Donuts at 6 a.m. Giannis thought he was being entrusted to this great task and what great responsibility bestowed on him. You know, so he, he just, he's so beloved by so many because he never drinks his own Kool-Aid, you know? Even when he was uh, MVP and then another MVP and now an NBA champion, he's still the guy that you know, didn't pay for first class seats until 2016. I mean, he's just, he's a big kid that doesn't take it for granted, all the wonderful things happening to him. And the one thing I will also add to that is that that is because he is a deeply introspective person. Throughout the book, I chronicle this black notebook that he has and he carries around and he writes down really anything that that makes him curious or that he learns. It could be basketball, non-basketball, And he does it because he wants to remember and he wants to share that wisdom with his brothers. And so I just think somebody that is so introspective and so thoughtful um, is is the reason why he's able to be so mature. Her book, Giannis, The Improbable Rise of an NBA MVP, comes out on August 10th. How did you get this much access? Because you don't see this much access in the modern NBA. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, I think the first thing is just being scrappy. So, for example... Um, I didn't sign the book contract until March 2020, and that was right when the world shut down. So it was like late February, and I hadn't signed the contract, but I was like, you know what? This is my first book. I'm nervous. I want to do a great job. Let me just fly to Milwaukee and talk to whoever I can, and I got the brothers again. Um you know, so I did that. And then knowing that Kosos, the other one, is in L.A., let me just go to a L.A. Defenders game and see if I can get him. It's just 
you have to be scrappy on your own because a lot of these handlers and agents, they have their own concerns. They have TV stuff. As you mentioned um, or alluded to a bit earlier in our interview, you know, long-form writing is not always valued. And so as a long-form writer, a person deeply interested in telling human stories, a lot of it is on you. Um, and I would just you know, say, be be relentless about calling. I interviewed 221 people <laughs> during a pandemic from my apartment, and that is because I probably casted a wide net of about 400. So for all the people that don't call you back, that don't uh, want to do what you're doing, you call the next person, and it's really just comes to, it's like Giannis. It's, it's about work ethic. What's the relationship like with all the brothers? Oh, my gosh. There's close, and then there's Close, close. And they're close, close. Giannis, um, he told me he gets more nervous watching Alex, the youngest, play in a high school game than the Eastern Conference Finals. And when I heard that, I was just like, oh, my God, Giannis, I hope that's not true. Um, But it is true. Giannis not only was present and active in all his brother's lives, but he would coach their practices. Like I, I charted a couple practices that Giannis was at, and he wasn't just in the background. He was coaching. He was talking to the to the twelfth man on the team. Um, Kostas told me that their goal as a family is to all win a championship together on one team, all do it together. It is miraculous that they have three members of their family who have now won NBA championships. But to do it together on one team is a lifelong goal, and. Um, Really, I think after their dad's death, did they really band together even closer? So they say they're all motivated by this phrase, I am my father's legacy. And I think that Giannis, as as one of the oldest, is so instrumental in carrying on that legacy towards the younger brother. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed it's that time of year people spring has sprung And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. 
You have two dogs. Two correct? dogs, yes. Okay. Billy Jean and Bob Costas. Okay, now let's walk us through. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I grew up with all rescue dogs. We were just talking sure. about that. And coincidentally, mm-hmm. they all had B names when we adopted them. And so when Andy and I got our first dog, we wanted to give her a B name. And mm-hmm. so, of course, we are huge fans of Billy Jean, and Andy adores her, knows her personally. So we named our dog naturally after Billy Jean. Mm-hmm. When we got our second dog, we just loved Billy and Bob, the idea of two dogs being Billy and Bob. Sure. And so we tried to think of like a tennis Bob, you know, and we thought of an Olympics Bob, Bob Costas. Well, uh, you've never met Bob? No, I have not. Okay, is the actual real live Bob Costas on the line here on the Rich Eisen Show? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> are, you, are, are you there, Bob? Yes, and I'm just calling to check on my namesake. Hello, Brooklyn, but really I'm more concerned with how my namesake is doing. Hi, Bob Costas. I've, we've Hi, never Brooklyn spoken Decker. before. No, no, we haven't. And somehow you've managed, I'm sure, to house train and take care of Bob Costas. And the canine Bob Costas is thriving, I trust. You know, he has his good days and his bad days. House trained is generous. You know, he occasionally leaves us a present on the couch. Um, I hope you don't do the same. Um, And he just got out of his cone last week. So, no, we are not doing a great job raising our Bob Costas. But um, but he... (laughs) is a wonderful, lovely fellow, I'm sure, much like yourself. <laughs> and, you know, much like myself, he has his good days and his bad days. And, you know, Rich, yes. now that I'm no longer doing the Olympics, I'm not going to do the Super Bowl, this may be my single best ongoing claim to fame. <laughs> that Andy, and, <laughs> Andy and Brooklyn have, have a pup named after me. Well, did you, were you aware, uh, Bob, of, of the dog being named Bob Costas? The first time I became aware Mm -hmm. was when Brooklyn was a guest on The Tonight Show when Jay Leno was still hosting, and she dropped this bit of info on a breathless public, and I happened to be watching. (laughs) Come on. I had no idea. That's so funny. True story. Are you offended or are you flattered? Because it can go both ways. I mean, English bulldogs are not attractive dogs. It's okay. It may may help my street cred in some small way. I think they are beautiful, beautiful dogs, if that makes you feel any better. Beautiful dogs. They, they, they are. They are beautiful dogs. Mm-hmm. They don't seem like a perfect physical representation of me, but I'll take whatever you want to offer. It's all good. And Bob Costas, I can only call you by your first and last name now. <laughs> so if we meet in person, it will be, hello, Bob Costas. You must know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. Thank you, Brooklyn Decker. Well, I would say Bob Costas stay, but we're out of time, Bob. Well, thank you, Rich Eisen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, perfect timing, because Bob Costas will be back on the show, on the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. He'll be back in this week talking about... What's ahead for him, and we're excited to have him back. Sorry about that craziness. We had a little power surge. I think like a power surge in El Segundo. Yeah, hey, why I not? was waiting for an earthquake. If you go <laughs> that, here we go. I was oh, waiting for something. So Westwood One, Peacock, we're happy that you're back with us. We're here. Everyone's we're here. good. We're back. We're good. The mics just did a tremendous job troubleshooting. Oof. Good job, Hoskins, Del Tufo. Wow. By okay. the way, that was fast. You guys were up and at him. I just sat here. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm texting well, Rich. Well, we all kind of looked at each other. Yeah, I was well, like, I was like, don't text Rich, and you're I like, know. too late. Oh, already too late. did. Already did. We're just kind of looking at each other. and was like, what just happened? We've had a, we've <laughs> had some. Were you waiting for stuff. an earthquake? 
Yeah, oh, I was. Yeah. Sure. I wasn't because, that's, yeah, that's the first thing I think. Well, there's car, there's commercials on all the time now about California expect rolling blackouts, right. and like it happened at my crib last week. I was sitting there at seven thirty, boom, power went out for four hours, just sitting in the dark. So when it happened, I was like, okay, I was prepared. I just grabbed my my putter here, I was just in case the purge was yeah. about to happen. Because <laughs> I'm not sure. Already. Like when the blackout happened, I thought the purge was happening, so I got ready. So when I think of the blackouts, though, I always think of that Entourage episode where oh, it's yeah. like 125 degrees in the valley. I have to go watch uh, Aquaman, and and they're stuck, and they got to watch Aquaman and all that stuff. It's only 71 here in El Segundo, so I was just like, oh no, like, I know. Like what is happening? See, we had rain today, which we don't. It rained we, this morning. It's all about the rain. Weather on the ones. It's all. I mean, everybody freaks you. out Gosh. when there's rain here in Los it's Angeles. I love how you're worried about the purge, and you're going to entourage with a bunch of supermodels in some overpriced well, house in the hills. That's immediately what I thought of first. Of I mean, I don't know why that was. I want to thank Mirren Fader, by the way. We didn't get to finish up our interview with her with Giannis, the improbable rise of an NBA, of an NBA MVP coming out on August 10th, 2021. I mean, what great timing, and mm-hmm. she's a terrific writer for The Ringer. And what I love about her is she's all about storytelling. There's not enough yeah. storytelling these days. There's so many highlight shows like Peacock, like Tokyo Gold with Rich Eisen. Hey. But you like how I did that. But, you know, I'm, I'm a person who got into this business because I love the stories. I could care less about stats and numbers. I will screw them up whenever possible. But what I love what Mirren does is she tells stories. And I think that is so valuable. I can't wait to finish reading the book. I'm really, really proud of her. Well, Christopher, Susie, we just survived that kind of craziness. Oh I want gosh. to, uh, I want to ask you about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pivot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the Brian. Let's go now. <laughs> the best golf <laughs> movies in the history of sports. Hold on, let me get my notebook. Here. The reason <laughs> being, of course, is that it's the 20 <clears throat> edition uh, anniversary of Caddyshack. 41st. So Caddyshack I came mean, out two days what? after I was born. 41st. 41st anniversary came out in 1980, July 25th. Caddyshack hit. Uh, my mom used to always say that I, I used to imitate the gopher when I was a kid. I would just do the gopher dance, <laughs> the gopher. you know, to that Kenny Loggins song. <laughs> I'm all right. All right. Holiday Road? No, I'm no, all right. Holiday Road is vacation. me. Holiday Road is vacation. Mm. Is it vacation Kenny anniversary Loggins. too? Kenny Loggins, man. You like, talk about in the early 80s. Prolific. Man, oh, man. Like Kenny Loggins. He had, you know, from Top Gun, to, from Caddyshack to Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah, he made it happen. So Caddyshack was yesterday. Vacation is today, five years apart. Um, you want to talk golf movies? By the way, just to add to that, Holiday. Wet Hot American Summer, Great. 20, Elizabeth Banks joining us on the show tomorrow. Oh, Perfect fantastic. timing. Oh, yeah. I- I'm like Mirren Fader with Make Giannis. I got Liz Banks <laughs> calling in, and it's like Wet Hot American Summer, people. <laughs> That's right. No, she's not the only one with timing, I'm just saying. So. And, and, and Elizabeth Banks has a crazy close relationship to her brothers. It's all so super weird. And Giannis, who no. knew? <laughs> Giannis is starring in Pitch Perfect 4, coming up in theaters this fall. Wait, what is your be- what's the best Kenny Loggins movie theme? Ooh, that's a good one. Danger See- Zone? Vacate. What was the vacation one? No, oh, the DJ. The Road. DJ was Holiday Road. Road. And what that about Lindsay Buckingham? I'm all right. Lindsay Buckingham did Holiday Road. What? The, yes. Is that right? That's Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah, oh. from from the uh, famous group Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Holiday I know Road. nothing about trivia. I'm just saying. But I have to say, Top Gun. As much as I'm all right's big, Danger Zone. Bigger. I'm all right. Footloose, Danger Zone. Footloose, I love. That's my senior year of high school, and I'll always argue because I kind of keep that like Kenny close to the heart. But Kenny, oh no, he the early '80s. 
he's like the top. Chris, remember pick how one, earlier? Mike. Pick one. Uh, Chris, I, I got to pick Footloose. Right. Remember how earlier you heard that piano thing coming out of the... Uh, yeah, it sounded yes. like I Dream of Jeannie. To me, I'm all right sounds like Kenny Loggins. Kenny no? Loggins is, is, oh, no, no, is no, no, I'm no, all right. No, no. He's talking he about Holiday right. Road. I was talking about Holiday Road. Holiday Road. Buckingham. Same thing. Sounds like Kenny Loggins. Does it really? Yeah. Wow. Laurel I mean, Yanni. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, favorite golf movie, Christopher? What do you think? Oh, I wrote, yeah, you're right. It is Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah. Favorite golf movie? Is Caddyshack about golf? Ooh. Spalding? <laughs> Spalding? Yes. Mm -hmm. Caddyshack well, is a golf movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and Caddyshack is a mm -hmm. golf movie. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Is that what movie? you really think? Wait, are no. you on our side in the in the Christmas movie? For oh, I'm absolutely Die Hard is a it's Christmas a movie. It's a movie that takes place at a golf course. Well, then what's the movie about? I think it's just a comedy. It's <laughs> just well, a comedy. It's license to hook gophers by the United States government. That takes it's about place. the good guys and the bad guys? Yeah. Goodness or badness? Bad. Do you want to be good or mm -hmm. bad? Didn't want to do Daddy. it. Because I owed it to them. It's it's. I think Tin Cup is more I of I love like, Tin Cup. Tin Cup is one of those great movies. It's like feel good, underdog. He gets the girl in the end. Spoiler yeah. alert. Like, by the way, by the way, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. He always gets the girl. Yes. yes. He's Cost Kevin Costner. Yes. He Costner always gets the girl. I wonder if he, that's written into his contracts. Because what's what's a Costner movie where he didn't get the girl? There isn't one. You know why? Well, he's Kevin Costner. Field of <laughs> Dreams. He gets his dad. You know what Rich says every time? He's like, oh, he's a movie star. And I'm like, do you have a crush on Kevin Costner? How could you not? I mean, every time he says the following, oh, he's a movie star. <laughs> like, yeah, he is. He's amazing. I just watched The Bodyguard. Oh, it's I watched on it on recently. a plane. It's just, been on a lot recently. Just recently. By the way, I didn't like that movie when it came out. Now. It's the greatest. It's unbelievable. Yeah. How amazing that movie is. And the how about how is, beautiful she was. Yes. And at the end of the movie with the plane, it's like, I mean, you're just like, I have goosebumps now. And the, the sister when she hits on him uh, in the guest house. And you're like, it's, it's like, not going to go there. Come on. <laughs> exactly. It's been a while since I've seen The Bodyguard. You watched yes. the whole thing? Isn't it long? Isn't it like thing. two and a half hours? Yeah, it was a long movie, it's, but it's amazing. You know what it is? It's a great JetBlue situation or any airline. Okay, it's a got. great airline. Yeah, movie. That's actually not a bad thing. Like, what would you watch on a plane? Like, I will stop and watch uh, 30 Rock across the entire country. Nonstop. I'm laughing. I'm laughing my rear off. I am howling on the plane. What will you stop when you see... Okay, now, now this is what I want to ask you. Now, on an airplane, do you want to watch new things that you've never seen, or do That's you want to play the hits? Because you know what you're getting into, you know you're going to enjoy it, and then all of a sudden, five hours, your flight's over. I want to watch new things yep. that I've never seen, and then I'm constantly disappointed by nothing that I want to see, and then I watch 30 Rock. <laughs> I like going to The Fugitive and Caddyshack are kind of my two big like go-to movies. Comedy, and then I know obviously The Fugitive is like one of the best ever, but I, I, I'm more of a play the hits. I want to watch something that I've seen before because I know it's going to be great, and I know, boom, it's going to knock out two hours, and then I watch something else, and then boom, I'm where I need to be. New, and then document. I love documentaries on, on flight. Oh, I, never, I, I never go docs. What do you go, docs. TJ? I don't even remember what it's like to fly. Mm. <laughs> what was it like? It's, it's been so long. Let me give you a reminder, TJ. Yeah. We're close to the airport. You want me to walk forget, you over there? I just forgot. 2020 Let's wiped out everything. I don't remember what it's like. Well, let me give you a reminder. It stinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's worse than ever. And people don't wear masks. 
Oh, okay. And then, you know, the other thing is that, you know, I, when I flew home, when I left Rich in Boston and I had to get back to Taylor, I, I brought Twizzlers on the plane. Oh, I had given up. Wow. I, I was down. Oh. I was feeling low. There was COVID around. No vacation. I went home. I got the Twizzlers. I got the Jumbo Pack. Thank you. Because you get the thin ones. They taste like garbage. I, yeah, yeah. I am Team Twizzler yeah. all day. Like some people like the um, red, vine. red vines. Red vines. To me, like Twizzlers eating a, yeah. a red vine is like drinking an O'Doul's beer to me, really. It's like, what's yeah. the point? Like I'm Team Twizzler, Twizzler. all day. Well, of course day. you are because red vines are there. disgusting. Twizzler. I mean, so people will argue with you that they oh, like yeah. No, people red love red vines. It's like eating a straw with some, you know, Red flavor to it. Yeah, I, I so I, I got out yeah, the I got out the flavor, Twizzlers. That's what I said. Red flavor. I got the Twizzlers out. I got the jumbo pack. Okay. And I don't even I don't even need a lot of sugar. But by then I was just so down. I'm like, give me the Twizzlers and a gin it? and tonic. No and ice a, and a GT. No ice. <laughs> no ice. <laughs> Giannis. No ice. I mean, no ice. no ice. Giannis. No ice. Because Giannis and I are like that. <laughs> If you have any Twizzlers left, if you got the jumbo pack, you want to bring them in. Is what I'm getting at. There are right. none left. It was a six-hour flight from Boston, <laughs> and I'm I've got the mask on. I'm double masked. Yep. I'm sneaking them under the mask like this, and oh, yeah. here I am trying to be, you know, conscious of other people of on course. the plane. It's a communal, yeah. you know, a communal environment. Guy next to me is like mask hanging up. He's got like he was snoring. He had the mask over his eyes. <laughs> I almost took those Twizzlers and shoved them up his nose. But that's a whole other story. By the way, a there's whole other show. No worse flight than Boston to Los Angeles. It's the worst. The, you're, you're going against the. the, the well, they are. You're bad. going against the air. No, but that is the longest. That is the longest you can go. Cross country. It's six it's and like, a half? It's like five and a half to six hours, six depending up. on what the wind's doing that day. You're going against the flow. It's it's infernal. It, you're either with a bunch of overprivileged LA people or entitled massholes. <laughs> and there's nothing there's in between. There's no in between. There's nothing in between. There's zero in between. All right, two polls at Rich okay. Eisen Show right now. What's the best Kenny Loggins 80s movie song? I'm All Right, Footloose, Danger Zone. And who you got? Red, uh, Red Vines or Twizzlers? By the way, those are good poll questions. And people call in. I love calls. The only person who threatened to call in was my friend Marty Bowen, who really wanted to call in and just try to trip me up. <laughs> and I'd say, bring it, Marty. But whatever. Wait, that's just that's just how what? I'm rolling today. Why would they do okay, anyway, meet me halfway? What's that in, Mike? Someone said oh. someone said that's meet a Kenny Loggins in, song. Uh, uh, not Vision Quest. Oh my God. I should know this. What about meet Officer and a Gentleman? What about Take My Breath Away? Over the top from Over the Top. Yeah, over the top. That. Stallone. Oh, are we going straight Loggins? We were just going straight Loggins. By the way, that's a good fantasy. Straight, straight Loggins. Straight Loggins. I'm going straight, straight Loggins. No, straight Loggins. Like, like owns the 80s in the music movie world. That dude just makes so much money because Top Gun is always on. Prince had the, you know, the I think the greatest soundtrack of the 80s in Purple Rain. Mm -hmm. But Loggins takes the movies. He's had so many. Who do you think made more money? And Christopher, maybe you can look this Ooh. up. Who made more money? Kenny Loggins or Kenny G? In the 80s? Kenny G toured oh. a lot. Like, he was touring all the time. Who made more money? Which Kenny took in more Kenny bank? Kenny G live? No. Very good. Very good. You did? Yes. Wow. Actually, yeah, I mean... Was that like a date situation? No, no, that no, no, seems no, no, like... no, 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 no. Kenny G's I, a better I, golfer, I worked, but it, if you go to Celebrity Net Worth, which I know is not right. Yeah, you can't go by it that. It just says, Ken, it says Kenny Loggins is nine figures. Oh, no, I mean, no, no, sorry, no. sorry. Kenny, Kenny G, G, nine figures. Yeah. By well, the way, Kenny like G's Vegas. a great golfer. 
Great golf. Oh, yeah. Scratch. Yeah, real good. Like bananas. Really good. He had good. like a Vegas show. Kenny G's like making. He just plays the thing. Like, I mean, that's all he's doing. The thing. He <laughs> plays the thing. the thing. I don't know it's what it's like called. like that guy from Slovenia. <laughs> yeah. The Italian guy I mean, who serves I'm, at 50 feet in the air. That guy. He plays I, a clarinet, I believe, right? I think I'm right. If I'm wrong. Is it a clarinet? I, I might be wrong. Oh, wait, by the way, really? I you're could, you're, the, you're the DJ. You're I supposed to know these things. I know Zamfir. Remember uh, Zamfir? Master the pan flute. Pan flute. I know Zamfir. Well, Kenny G Instruments, it's alto saxophone, tenor saxophone. Didn't know there was a difference. Soprano saxophone. Didn't know there was a third. And the flute. The flute. See, I was wrong. See, I did. For those That's of you wondering what the heck is going on here, this is the Rich Eisen <laughs> we Show. We had a blackout a minute ago. I mean, come on. We had a blackout. We're going to start out. drinking. If there's a rosé sponsor that wants to come on the Rich Eisen Show, we are ready for <laughs> you to pour. Okay. I'll take a 50-gallon drum of whatever rosé comes in right now after what we went through. Goodness gracious. I think back. we deserve it. I yeah. mean, I th- it's peacock. You know, it used to be... Brunch for the Olympics. Why can't we have uh, booze for the Olympics here? Well, it's on breakfast Peacock. at Wimbledon. Breakfast at Wimbledon. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, breakfast at Wimbledon with Bud Collins, and he'd wear yeah, some Bud, great hot pink, right? Yeah, striped pant with possibly a Kelly green shirt. So should we have mimosas tomorrow? Then is that what? Yes, you're saying? we survived a blackout. This is like a Friends <laughs> episode. Only nothing really happened. Susie, Let's Susie. put it on a t-shirt and we drink mimosas tomorrow. Mimosas. Say the word. Wait a minute. Uh, wait, wait a do, minute. Do word. Say the word. Word. Hey, Susie, say the word. Don't say the word to Brockman tomorrow. because Brockman says we'll have mimosas and then he'll bring a mimosa for himself no. and not for the rest of us. Oh, wait okay. a minute. You mean the same Chris Brockman who brought stop, my child stop. Tupperware in a brown bag? And, that and was said, funny. Chris Brockman. That was funny. Why, why would you do this to me, Chris Brockman? I'm only a six-year-old child. That's Guess what? I'm going to bring Cage Brockman for Christmas. Not Tupperware. Tupperware. Tupperware all, for five. Hold on. We all agreed to bring in Chick-fil-A because we're going to do the Giannis challenge last week. And then TJ's like, what? You only brought it for yourself? I was like, what do you mean? We all said we were individually getting no, it. No, individually was never said, Susie. Let me just say, if we're sitting here having a conversation and we go, we should do the, the, the Giannis Chick-fil-A thing tomorrow. And I text Brockman and go, are you picking up the Chick-fil-A? No, yeah, that is bro. not what happened. That is absolutely not what happened. You know, we have text happened. messages. Oh, like, we it. can go and look at the conversation. Basically, wouldn't you assume that the person would get them for everyone? Like, that's what I no, would have done. No, that's not what we agreed to. Well, then that's the difference, I guess, because if I say we're going to get Chick-fil-A, then I'm going to get it for everyone. I'm not just going to get it for myself. What does assuming do, TJ? You're right. Wow. Makes makes me wrong. Well, this guy still <laughs> owes me breakfast from when Syracuse beat Georgetown in the tournament, so uh, I'm still waiting for that. Listen, I, little didn't boys. I pay you 20 bucks Listen, for little that? boys. Absolutely the not. two of you. <laughs> I will bring donuts tomorrow. I will bring donuts and champagne. Someone bring the juice. And I, don't get Tropicana hey, crap. I want the Susie, I'll, I'll bring the orange that, juice, uh, and I, I'll bring enough for everyone. You <laughs> will? I'll bring the orange juice. You're yeah. bringing the orange juice? Yeah. I want fresh squeeze, because I'm going to bring some good champs. I don't like pulp, though, so I, you know. No pulp. Okay, really? No, no pulp. pulp. I don't like pulp. No Nobody pulp. likes no. pulp. Nobody likes pulp. Pulp or Another no pulp? Another pulp, pulp question. Pulp question. The question is, what's wrong with TJ? He doesn't like pulp. There's pulp in an orange. Yeah, but I'd like, you know. Rich Eisen's going to call into his own show when we get back. This is, believe it or not, The Rich Eisen Show.